the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Biden told East Asian leaders that he's deeply concerned about China's aggressive actions against Taiwan. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. In a virtual summit appearance, the president told leaders of East Asian nations that China's coercive and proactive actions across the Taiwan Strait are a threat to peace and stability. Over the past few weeks, China has sent dozens of fighter planes toward Taiwan in a show of force against the self-ruled island. The United States has called on Beijing to cease its military, diplomatic, and economic pressure and coercion against Taiwan. Greg Clugston the White House. A mixed day on Wall Street as the Dow is down by 266 points, the Nasdaq up a fraction, the S&P 500 down by 23, oil dropped a dollar 99 to close at $82.66 a barrel. This is SRN News. Patriot traffic from the INeedMoreHair.com traffic center. And the traffic center here is the latest westbound 94 busy at Huron and Lindale. 35 to the tunnel at 20 minutes. Eastbound 94 delays at 394, then backing up at Lexington Parkway. The tunnel to 35E at a half hour. Eastbound 694, heavy at East River to Snelling. Highway 252 to Highway 36, just over a half hour. Eastbound 394, busy at Highway 100. The westbound side of the Crosstown, backing up at 35W. Got a stalled semi at Xerxes right after the exit there that's blocking the right lane. Southbound side at 35W, heavy at 11th Avenue to 94. And the southbound set at 35W, busy at 66 to the Minnesota River Bridge. That's traffic. I'm Dylan. 1280, the Patriot Intelligent Radio. Before we get back to our Decision 2021 School Board Election Radio Special, which is supported by Geritop Medical, Nehemiah Recent, and Center of the American Experiment. We'll update your forecast. It's brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Showers likely tonight with a low near 45. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. AM 1280 The Patriot is one of the great radio stations in America. I'm proud and thankful to be broadcasting on this station because 1280 The Patriot is composed of truly terrific people. Whenever I visit the Twin Cities, it's an added bonus to meet the people at this great station. You're too tired. We make a great team. Thanks for sticking with us through the last 20. Here's to 20 more. AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Dinesh D'Souza can teach you a thing or two. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. Where have we heard that before? Well, the first time I really heard it was during the hostage crisis. Remember uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, in which this superpower, America, is just being humiliated day after day after day? Well, those days are here again. The Dinesh D'Souza Podcast, available on SalemPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are heard. Your feet will stay warm in the cooler weather with insulated waterproof boots from Jets Shoes. Jets takes the time to measure your feet and make sure you have the right boots for whatever you're doing. Whether you need safety or regular toe styles, the friendly specialists at Jets Shoes know what will work for you. Shop a local 70-year family-owned store. Visit their Spring Lake Park location or online at JetsShoes.com. Remember, Jets Mobile Shoe Service can bring the store to you. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Otomy Dive. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and... uh, There were a multitude of things 
from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Attorney Joe Cordell. New school, new job, new home. Change is hard and can leave you feeling isolated. And divorce delivers one of life's hardest blows. The relationships you counted on are suddenly gone. But you don't have to walk through this alone. For more than 30 years, Cordell & Cordell has guided men through the challenges of divorce. You're not alone. Call Cordell & Cordell. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on. CordellCordell.com. Daisy sheds like crazy. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she has dandruff and an oily coat. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for Cats was coming out. If you love your pets as much as I do, you want to do what's best for them. Dynavite is a life changer. Lately, she's been a lot more playful, a lot more energetic, more active. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. This hour of Larry Elder brought to you by Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors. Portions of this program may have been pre recorded. This Tuesday, your vote will impact a generation of students across our great state. What can you do to ensure your family's values are reflected in the classroom? This is Decision 2021 School Board Elections. Supported by Geratom Medical, Nehemiah Reset, and the Center of the American Experiment. A look at what's at stake and why your vote is so important. Now, voted by his class, most likely to star in a beauty pageant, here's your host, Brad Carlson. You're going to have to send me the audio then, intro. All right, Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, it is me, Brad Carlson. Decision 2021, talking school board elections. Honored to be joined in studio by our esteemed panel, uh, Tanya Simons with Asia Aerial Schools, a school board member there, uh, John Hinderocker, president, center of the American Experiment, and of course, a Northern Alliance Radio Network alum, and Roger Peterson, executive director with Nia Meyer Reset. Uh, one of the big uh, issues that still dogging school districts to this day is uh, Protocols dealing with COVID-19, obviously, uh, after it was declared a global pandemic in March of 2020, schools effectively shut down and there was remote learning done for the rest of that school year. Uh, as the school year got started up um, this year, uh, there was uh, kind of like a hybrid method, I guess, hybrid learning somewhere in somewhere in person. Some were still uh, teaching remotely. Uh, uh, Tanya, can you maybe shed a little bit of light on what it was for your school district? I mean, was it left to the purview of the school districts once the governor uh, declared that schools uh, could be open? How did that, how did that so work? So once the executive order and his emergency powers ran out, there was no authority to tell districts what to do regarding masks. Mm -hmm. um, so since there has been no new um, executive order put in place, um, it is left up to each school district to determine what their masking policy will be. Now, uh, the Minnesota Department of Education and the Minnesota Department of Health have set out many recommendations. So if you hear from your school district um, or school board members, we're required, that's false. There is no requirement from the state. There okay. are recommendations. There are guidelines. There's mounds and mounds of those pages of those. But it is up to the discretion of each school board. Now, some school boards have abandoned their accountability and handed it over to the superintendent. School boards are not participating in any discussions with the state. The state um, has uh, different forums in which they communicate information to superintendents. There's different groups of superintendents. They bypass the school board and go directly to the superintendents. Um, in our district, our school board did have to vote on um, what the masking policy would be. Um, and an a 4-2 vote voted to put masks in and then gave the power over to the superintendent for a period of time to say they get to make the decisions. Um, but at least, thank goodness, there was an expiration date on it in this case. 
Um, so we're going to be re- revisiting it in November. So each some school districts just handed their power over to the superintendent and didn't even vote. Mm, wow. Okay, uh, John Hinderacker, you had alluded to earlier about how a lot of folks are coming to your organization, maybe even you personally saying, got to get off the sidelines, got to get more involved. And obviously you talked about maybe even running for an elected office, particularly school board. What about folks who just want to, I don't know, maybe get more insight, get more ammo on how to combat these issues, you know, as it pertains to COVID. I mean, uh, there's plenty of scientific studies that show that masking kids is is an exercise in futility, and it just exacerbates whatever behavior problems they had leading up to that point. Well, that's right. I mean, we could talk about the science all night long. That The fact is that COVID is not very dangerous to kids. I think it's about one-third as lethal as the average seasonal flu for kids. And we don't shut down the schools for the average seasonal flu. So this right. whole thing, in my opinion, is, is, uh, is outrageous. I think what we've done to our children as a result of COVID uh, is a crime. Uh, we we have really deprived a lot of kids of a significant chunk of their of their childhoods, and you can you can move up the ladder. I mean, going to college nowadays, my gosh, you might as well be in the gulag. I mean, it's mm. it's terrible, terrible what we have done to our kids. I think if people want to want to really delve a little bit into the science and and also keep track of of some of the things that are coming out of our state government, which are you know. Um, generally not high quality, I'll put it that way. There's a website called healthyskeptic.com, healthyskeptic.com, and it is, it is run by a guy named Kevin Roche, who, who had a very successful career in the medical products industry and, um, and writes uh, very, very intelligently about the, about the scientific issues as well as the policy issues, specifically with a uh, Minnesota focus. Now, Roger Peterson, you, uh, with, as executive director of Nehemiah Reset, uh, engaging the culture in a lot of these issues. Uh, you've been there a uh, number of years. Uh, it has to be, I guess I, I'll, I'll ask it this way. Do you take time to reflect, look at the generation prior to this one and how much kids have endured these days as opposed to, say, I don't know, 20, 20 30 years ago? I mean, the, the, uh, the difference and the challenges, whatnot, it, it must be well, shocking. It's certainly today, it's a exponentially increased over what it was 10 years ago. Mm, just 10 uh, years ago. <clears throat> just 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, one of the problems, I think, and you were asking, John, about uh, what parents could do. You know, I think uh, parents, to get involved, they need to form some local community groups. Uh, get involved. Get, find other people that are like-minded so that they can uh, monitor what's going on in the schools, monitor what's going on with their school boards, city councils, whatever it is. Um, because today uh, that's not really going on as much except in certain, let's say, locations or certain school boards. Now, there are groups already formed in a number of communities, and they've been very active oh, now good. for this election and have put up slates of candidates. So uh, the good news is the parents are getting involved, as Tanya had said earlier. The mama bears are coming out of the woodwork because mm-hmm. they are concerned at what their kids are being taught. Do you, uh, and anybody can, I guess, take this one, do you feel that there has been enough appreciation for the impact this has had on kids? I mean, like I say, sitting out, uh, not sitting out, but being remote the last three months of the 2019-2020 school year and then the hybrid learning for this uh, uh, for last school year. And as a result, when kids are finally do come back to school on a somewhat regular basis, um, it almost, and again, for purposes of full disclosure, my wife is an educator, and what she sees is like it's almost as if kids forgot to, how to interact with each other and the behavior issues, discipline issues, uh, off the charts. Uh, right. is it, has, do you feel there's been enough appreciation in addressing that? Um, I think that we're starting to see that now, but I think we're going to look back on this time and, as was said earlier, think, oh, my God, what did we do to our kids? Why did we think those were the right choices for our kids? Because what some of the studies indicate, two to three years kids yep. essentially have so, lost? Yeah, yeah, well, yep, so there, it, it, it varies. Um but we're seeing speech delays in kids because of the masking. Mm. Um, you know, reading has suffered. Um, be able to see um, human emotion on the face has negatively affected social skills. Um, this is really significant now. Like, think about brain development in these crucial ages where they're missing out 
on being able to see people's faces here. Kids can't even hear through the masks for their teachers, so they're not even getting the content when they're in class because they can't, they literally can't hear. Um, other kids can't hear one another. At recess, kids are being grouped in little little spots on the playground and rotating around. They're not even allowed to interact with their friends normally still in some districts. So we're going to look back, and I, I think we're going to learn. The trauma and the isolation have been terrible for our kids. Let me just toss in one quick data point. One of our folks at American Experiment studied the numbers and concluded that, I forget the exact age group, but it was like 16 to 24, a you know, young person age group. People during this COVID epidemic were in that, in that those young people were 40 times, four zero times as likely to die from a drug overdose right. as from COVID. Yeah, more people have in the age group have died of, of suicide, mental health, and other um, type of issues uh, than COVID. More kids died in Chicago from gun violence than COVID. But I think, I think as, as you both said, I think one of the things that we do need to do is get involved with the school boards to force them to start looking at some of these issues because our kids are suffering. And you can see that both in the suicide rates and you can see it with how well they're progressing in learning. Uh, a lot of them are really struggling. What, yeah, and uh, we've only got about a minute to go, so I don't know. Um, we may want to take this on the other side, but I guess – uh, I mean, is it, has the teachers, the actual teachers recourse kind of been inhibited a little bit, what they could do for some of these uh, discipline cases? I mean, again, that I, it probably is going to, you need longer than 30 okay, seconds to talk about that's that. That's a whole different topic yeah. of is, dis- is the way that schools are disciplining or holding kids accountable for their consequences. No, it's a failure. We've known that for years before this. Um, uh, but I, it's interesting because I do get emails from teachers um, saying how difficult the classroom is, yeah. what they're experiencing, that there seems to be no consequences. So, but that's been going on long before COVID. Oh, 100%. So uh, we are uh, honored to be joined uh, by, in studio with our panel, uh, Tanya Simmons of the Osseo School Board, uh, John Hinderocker, or Tanya Simons, I'm sorry. Tanya Simons, Osseo School Board, John Hinderocker, President Center of the American Experiment, Roger Peterson with Nehemiah Reset. I'm Brad Carlson, AM 1280, The Patriot, Decision 2021, talking school board elections. Back in a moment. Since 2001, AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Attention. The United States government has instituted a program to give qualified workers up to $3,148 a month. Do you or someone you know suffer from a medical condition that makes it difficult to work? Are you between the ages of 45 and 62? Are you seeing a medical professional for this condition? And have you worked for at least five of the last 10 years? If you answered yes to the questions, you may be eligible for up to $3,148 a month. Call the Disability Information Line now to see if you qualify at 800-811-1545. Get the benefits you deserve. Call the Disability Information Line now at 800-811-1545 to see if you qualify. The call is free and our agents are standing by. Call 800-811-1545 to see if you qualify for these government benefits. You've worked hard for these benefits. Don't let another day go by without receiving what you're entitled to. Call 800-811-1545 now. Well, the best-kept secret is out. Like me, hundreds of thousands of people have said goodbye to their overpriced Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile plans and switched over to Pure Talk. That's because you get the same great coverage on the same great 5G network as one of the big guys, but for about half the cost. The average family is saving over $800 a year. So what are you waiting for? You can keep your number and keep your phone or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you want unlimited data, you can still save a fortune. Listen, I'm a Pure Talk customer. I believe in the way they treat their customers. Plus, they have a 30-day risk-free guarantee, so you literally have nothing to lose. From your cell phone, just dial pound 250 and say Larry Elder, and you'll save 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Larry Elder. That's pound 250 and say Larry Elder. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, honey, did you know school elections are coming up Tuesday, November 2nd? Huh, I had no idea. Seems with all the news about school boards and what children are being taught today, these elections are pretty important. 
Do you know who we should vote for, though? Yeah, Mary told me about a website, nehemiahreset.org. They have recommendations for conservative candidates for area school boards. She said she found nehemiahreset.org very helpful. Got it. I'm going to check it out now, nehemiahreset.org. Prepared and paid for by Nehemiah Reset. A $1,000 bonus. Yeah, that's right. A $1,000 bonus for joining Geritom Medical in Bloomington. Positions include pharmacy processor, medical supply processor, and delivery driver. Geritom Medical provides pharmacy and medical services for long-term care and assisted living communities. Benefits include 401k, dental, health, vision, and life insurance, and paid time off. Go to Indeed.com, type in the keyword Geritom Medical. That's G-E-R-I-T-O-M Medical. Start your new Geritom career now and get a $1,000 bonus. Congratulations on 20 years of keeping the Twin Cities right. AM 1280, The Patriot. Patriot Traffic from the INeedMoreHair.com Traffic Center. In the Traffic Center, here's a check on the roads. Westbound side of 94, busy at Huron to Lindale. 35 to the tunnel at a half hour. Eastbound 94, jamming at 394, and then again in the construction at Lexington Parkway. The tunnel to 35E at a half hour. Eastbound side of 694, we've got an overturned semi that's blocking the exit to Maplewood Drive. From Highway 252 to Highway 36, it's a half hour. Eastbound 394, busy at Highway 100. Westbound Crosstown, jamming at 35W with a stalled semi at Xerxes. On the southbound set at 35W, accident at 36. Southbound 169, a heavy backup at 36th Avenue with a crash at 394. Congratulations on 20 years of keeping the Twin Cities right. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, me, Brad Carlson. Honored to moderate this discussion on Decision 2021 school board elections with our esteemed panelists, Tanya Simons, John Hinderocker, and Roger Peterson. You know, we're talking a lot about uh, the school board races that are taking place uh, in our state, obviously, uh, as you've been hearing the announcements prior to each segment about how the elections are coming up uh, this Tuesday, but uh, John Hinderocker, as you uh, mentioned uh, during the break, uh, this has kind of become a national phenomenon. Certainly, uh, the, the uh, what's gone on in Loudoun County, Virginia, certainly has gained a lot of a lot of national notoriety. Well, what's happening in Minnesota is reflected all across the country. Parents are rising up. Uh, issues of uh, the, the two big ones being CRT and COVID masking and, and, and so forth, I think, are driving a lot of the parental uh, discontent. And right now, of course, the state of Virginia is ground zero. They've got a governor election going on in which the number one issue is whether or not parents have a right to be involved in their kids' educations. It's kind of shocking, but but Terry McAuliffe, the Democratic candidate, openly says that the schools are none of the parents' business and they should just butt out. And that that has become the defining issue in that campaign. And so I think I think the state of Virginia is kind of the marquee place right now where, where these debates are, are being fought out, but it's really happening all across the country. Well, if you really want to destroy public education, tell parents they don't deserve a voice. Mm. <laughs> and you'll see a mass exodus like you've never seen before. Um, but I think um, it, I have begun to see some restrictive policies coming from school boards. So Elk River, for example... Um, they have now said that they're going to limit the parents, that you have to submit it by noon. They're going to vet them. And so, um, oh, and they're also not publicly recording him. This is happening a lot across a lot of school districts. So most school districts stream the meeting. They're cutting out the public comment. Elk River did this. Um, they're cutting it out so that parents can't see what other parents are saying to their school board. Um, and to me, it's I'm accountable um, to the residents who elect us to have oversight, and I exist to serve the student. Um, And parents absolutely have a voice, and I would never, ever vote for anything to limit or censor them or say, you don't have a voice to come here and tell us what's important to you as a parent because you're the first educator. You are the one that has accountability and the rights over what your child learns. In my school district, they just eliminated the public comment section of the board meeting. They just don't do it anymore. Wow. I mean, it's terrible. That's shocking. Well, in several school districts now, they're also vetting anybody that comments. Are you living in the school district? If so, where? And that you have to prove that you should be... uh, there to comment, which is crazy. Well, and I think, um, I mean, there is some validity to that particular component, but we rank our 
speakers. So um, first students, second parents, third staff, and then fourth. We don't um, we don't say you can't speak if you're a community member because you have a right. Like you know, as a taxpayer, like you have a right. But we did see that there are going to be activists coming to board meetings and mm-hmm. taking up the time from parents. Um, so there is a little bit of a fine line. You can't have people outside of your community being bussed in. Um, to create problems for your school district. So we tend to want to have, a if there's a community advocate, to be standing with a parent, right, or being representative of the parent or resident. Yeah, and I guess, uh, you know, we, we alluded to a little bit the uh, Virginia gubernatorial race. I mean, not to get uh, too much into partisan politics, but it is a, a, a kind of a fascinating data point about how Democrats typically, you know, when it comes to uh, education, Democrats typically are preferred, you know, almost by double digits, over the Republican candidate, whereas in the case of the Virginia race, uh, I've seen where it's almost a dead heat on that issue, maybe even a couple of points for the Republican candidate ahead of it. Again, not to get too partisan, but I guess that trying to make an overall point, if you're t- if you if you are a candidate and you're basically telling parents they don't have a right to uh, have an involvement, direct involvement in their kids' education, what specifically their kids are being taught. Parents are going to go somewhere maybe they normally won't go, i.e. a Republican candidate for governor. Well, that's right. And I think if, if our listeners, if, if, if you're offended by the idea that, that you shouldn't have a say in your kid's education, and you ought to be offended by that idea, vote. The election's mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Vote. Find out which are the candidates that are endorsed by the teachers' union. Education Minnesota. Do not, under any circumstances, vote for them. <laughs> Find out who are the good candidates uh, and, and vote for them. Vote for the candidates who respect uh, parents and want to, want to have normal uh, cultural uh, norms and ideals reflected in the schools. And that's why these elections are so important, that this is a chance for parents to make a difference in some major school board elections. And the, this is an off-year election, and so there won't be as many people that show up at the voting booths. So it's important that we get good conservatives elected and also that good conservatives show up to vote. And that's something you can do, which doesn't take any time, and you can go out and vote today. And, Tanya, you could probably speak to this a little bit better. Uh, How is it that uh, um, candidates go about uh, getting elected? I mean, I don't think it's like – it's not like a uh, city council where, you know, there's like a – they're divvied up by, you know, specific areas, wards, precincts, what have you. Is it – is it kind of like ranked choices, like pick the best two or three candidates? I mean, typically, yeah. how does that So go? for at-large um, districts, you you vote for the top three or top four, three. depending on how many. So mine has okay. six board members. Three and three are up on every cycle. Okay. Um, and so you do have to be thoughtful that if there's only two people that you really like, don't vote for a third because you're increasing their vote total. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so you, <clears throat> you'd be a little bit thoughtful on that for sure, but... If you've got three good people that you're confident in voting for, then vote for those three people. Is that is there uh, has there ever been any discussion in maybe uh, revising that, or is that a strategy that uh, seems to work best or most equitable? How do you view that? There are pros and cons. So some people say that it should be just like the legislature, where you know you get your own person, and, and Anoka Hennepin does have a ward system. Okay, um, but to me, I think I'm elected to re- represent everybody in our district. And it would become very problematic if somebody said, well, I'm going to be on the school board. I'm only representing these schools, and I want this project at this school for this amount of money. And then you start getting that that really inefficient distribution of funds for not where is it most operationally efficient to put the dollars for what's needed for the district, but you get started getting people that fight amongst each other. And can you imagine the division in a community oh, about yeah. fighting about what school is getting what? Not that it doesn't already happen today. Of course. <laughs> certainly, but I think it gives me the – the accountability to every single student across my entire geography. Now, some of these school board races are bigger um, than a than a Senate district. Um, so my, uh, my district, 150,000 people live in my school district, um, multiple wow. uh, Senate districts across that. So as somebody that's a nonpartisan candidate without like some type of political funding behind me, um, you really have to leverage social media. You, I did have lit um, pieces. I was out lit dropping all the time. I was door knocking. Um, but the voter guides tend to be the the biggest place people go um, to understand about their school board candidates. But they're hard races. Um, they're they're especially for the big geographies. Now, other areas of Minnesota, you can't even you're trying to pull teeth to get somebody to run for school right. board. Well, and and I think uh, John, you had a training for 
school board uh, potential candidates. I think uh, maybe you can tell the people about that. Yeah, we did that on a Saturday, four and a half hours, and uh, Tanya was one of the panelists uh, that, that spoke there. I thought it was terrific. We had more than 30 uh, candidates, including you, show up, uh, and a lot of good information about how you run, but also how you serve. The basics of, of school finance. You have to understand some of these nuts and bolts yeah. issues if you want to be on the school board. Next year, I think we're going to do that, do that on a bigger scale. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot is me, Brad Carlson, uh, hosting this panel discussion. Decision twenty twenty one school board elections. Yeah, folks, they're fastly approaching this Tuesday. Hope you get out there and vote. Back with another segment on the broadcast. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Going over. Since 2001, AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Patriot traffic from the INeedMoreHair.com traffic center. And the traffic center, westbound 94, backing up at Huron to Lindale, 35 feet in the tunnel at a half hour. Eastbound 94, jamming at 394, then seeing delays at Lexington Parkway in that construction. Eastbound 694, heavy at Highway 252. Eastbound Crosstown, delays at Tracy. On the westbound Crosstown, backing up at 35W with a stall at Xerxes. Southbound set of 169, a heavy backup at 36th Avenue, a crash at 394 off to the right, 94 to 394, taking 45 minutes. And southbound Highway 100, jamming at Glenwood with an accident at Cedar Lake, blocking the right lane. I'm Dylan. That's a look at traffic. AM 1280, The Patriot Intelligent Radio. Hope you're enjoying our Decision 2021 School Board Election Radio Special, supported by Geritom Medical. Nehemiah Reset in the Center of the American Experiment, uh, playing out your values and morals in the classroom. Uh, if you miss any portion of this, it will be at the podcast page at am1280thepatriot.com. Your forecast tonight, some showers likely with a low near 45, scattered showers for Thursday, and a high near 50. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. In Minnesota, we work hard and we play hard. Not everyone has the time to follow important debates about health care, taxes, and our kids' education. But people we don't know are making decisions for us every single day. That's where Center of the American Experiment comes in. We research the tough issues facing Minnesota to find common sense solutions and give you a voice. Center of the American Experiment is Minnesota's think tank, and we're working hard to make Minnesota better for you. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. How Glenn Youngkin could become the education governor we need? On Tuesday next week, Virginia voters will be selecting their next governor. They'll be choosing between Clinton-era Democrat and former governor Terry McAuliffe and Republican nominee Glenn Youngkin, a very successful businessman. If Youngkin wins, and I believe he will, it will be as a result of the issue of education, which has become the central issue of the Virginia's governor's campaign. McCall stuck a nerve with Virginia voters when, in their final debate, he told Youngkin what he actually really believes. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Youngkin was right to press back immediately and press back hard. Youngkin has promised to return parents to a place of authority over their kids' education. He could become the education governor, serving as a model for other governors across the nation. He's promising to do that. All the momentum is with Youngkin. But Virginia voters, of course, will decide. They should not take anything for granted. They should get out there and vote. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Your pressure washer needs the right accessories. Those are the tools you use to get your job done. We are proud to offer Minnesota-made products like the Aqua Rocket Rotating Nozzle and Hydroflex's line of hydroexcavating tools, including their switchblade and their legendary ripsaw nozzle. All quality and all made in Minnesota. Call us today at 763-521-4442. AM 1280, The Patriot, the right station for 20 years. 
Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Me, Brad Carlson. Panel discussion, talking Decision 2021, school board elections. Again, our thanks to our phenomenal sponsors, Geritom Medical, Nehemiah Reset, and Center of the American Experiment. Thank you, one and all, for uh, providing your resources to allow us to have this uh, very important broadcast. Again, school board elections. seems people are engaged more than ever uh, in particularly this year, joined again in studio by Tanya Simons, school board member of Osseo, the school district, John Hinderocker, president of Center of the American Experiment, Roger Peterson, executive director, Nehemiah Reset. Uh, one uh, issue that has always been uh, somewhat controversial in schools, but uh, even more so now, having to do with comprehensive sex education. Uh, I did not realize this until we are talking off air. Actually, uh, the state is mandating curriculum for uh, comprehensive sex education. Uh, Very controversial. Obviously, we're uh, inundated more than ever with uh, LGBTQ issues, particularly as it pertains to students and the sensitivity uh, toward that particular demographic. But now the state is mandating a curriculum. So there's legislation. This has been coming up for a little while for the last few cycles, and the legislation would create... A mandate. So this, the state sets standards, but this is legislation that would create and establish a curriculum okay. to be implemented in the schools, which would be a significant departure for how we typically look at um, the specific content of a curriculum. The state always sets standards, and they do they are quite um, lengthy. <laughs> they're enumerated, they're detailed, but they don't establish a curriculum. This would be the first time that they would do that, and the in one of the last legislative um, cycles. Uh, Eric Lucero, Representative Eric Lucero, actually read from the curriculum, um, and that was on social media, and it was very alarming, very graphic. Um, it's not only it's not about biology; it's about establishing belief systems about sex, normalizing different types of sexual behaviors, um, gender fluidity. So um, there's a lot of things that typically a family would say that belief systems around sex um, should be left to the family. Um, the biology is typically been taught in schools and health class, right? Um, so this is a massive overreach. But again, it's through it's an intention. It's a it's a it's through legislation that they're trying to get this okay. done. And it's been stopped the last few cycles, but okay. again, it keeps coming back. And and it is actually a curriculum developed um, by Planned Parenthood is the one. Well, I think the key here is that it's a curriculum with an agenda. It's it's not just teaching facts right. about, as you say, about biology. This is an agenda-driven curriculum with the whole LGBTQ ideology, uh, which is, is now to be taught to our children as fact. Well, and it's even um, from iterations I've seen before um, in some of the content that's been read on the House floor, it's um, talking about adults, sexual um, interaction with children. It's, it's very oh. um, shocking. Um, and again, I the I haven't seen the most recent version, but it's not it's it's so far beyond what uh, what a, a parent would think is like uh, is appropriate for their child. It's it's quite shocking. Yeah, if you look at the curriculum, it's pornographic. You couldn't read it on radio. You couldn't look at it on TV, uh, as Eric did. I mean, I mean, I'm sure the legislators were shocked. But it's they keep pushing it, and as Tanya said, it's I think the third time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and, and obviously it's well. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, given that uh, it's something that uh, Planned Parenthood has developed, we know primarily which side of the political aisle uh, Planned Parenthood will, will typically support uh, with uh, with their resources, anyway. So this it just seems uh, very contrived about uh, well. Like like John said, this is just a flat-out agenda they're trying to achieve. So, uh, well, I, again, uh, this is something uh, – we've only got about a minute and a half, so I hate to delve into too uh, much of uh, comprehensive questions. But um, I know there are some parents that would definitely – if this were to get through – would the parents have any recourse? I mean, could the parents declare some sort of like, I don't know, religious exemption or something? Because so, I know. Yeah, so there's still, in one of the iterations I saw, um, they they always put in there that, that it's, you don't have to do this, except that in order to not implement it, you would have to get a waiver from the state. Um, so on one hand, they say they want to have a curriculum that best reflects the community the, and the community's 
um, wishes, beliefs, and standards, but then they create this curriculum and they make it very difficult to not implement it. And even if you opt out uh, the, the kids that are going to school, I mean, there's so much pressure on them to do it mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, we shouldn't be putting our kids under that kind of pressure. Talking uh, school board elections, a special broadcast here in AM 1280, the uh, Patriot Decision 2021. Me, Brad Carlson, we'll be back with another segment in mere moments. Go nowhere. Now, the three-week quick start, only nineteen ninety-five relief factor. That is less than a dollar a day to see if we can get you out of pain. After that, well, less than the cost of a cup of coffee a day for you to stay out of pain. The doctors who design relief factor believe our bodies are designed to heal. And that is why they selected the four best ingredients, each of which are 100% drug-free, to deal with pain from a different metabolic pathway. So, if you've got pain, I'm talking about back, shoulder, hip, foot, knee pain, from exercise, or just getting older, consider ordering the three-week quick start. Only $19.95. Over 70% of those who order it go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384, First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. AM 1280, The Patriot. If your garage door sounds like this, you need to call Great Garage Door. Great Garage Door has been offering great same-day service or free estimates on new garage doors since 1985. Call Great Garage Door at 651-486-0000 or find them online at greatgaragedoor.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Brad Carlson from the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Happy 20th anniversary, AM 1280, The Patriot. Patriot traffic from the INeedMoreHair.com traffic center. And the traffic center. Westbound 94 backing up at Huron to Lindale, 35 into the tunnel at a half hour. Eastbound 94 jamming at 394, then seeing delays at Lexington Parkway in that construction. Eastbound 694 heavy at Highway 252. Eastbound Crosstown delays at Tracy. On the westbound crosstown, backing up at 35W with a stall at Xerxes. Southbound set at 169, a heavy backup at 36th Avenue. A crash at 394, off to the right, 94 to 394, taking 45 minutes. And southbound Highway 100, jamming at Glenwood with an accident at Cedar Lake, blocking the right lane. I'm Dylan. That's a look at traffic. Hey, congrats to AM1280 The Patriot for providing two decades of intelligent talk. Hey, welcome back. AM1280 The Patriot is me, Brad Carlson. 
Decision 2021, talking about uh, school board elections and the myriad issues that school board candidates are facing. Remember, Election Day coming up this Tuesday. Uh, these are odd-year elections. Again, uh, typically uh, much lower turnout than you would see for, say, statewide races or federal races. But uh, we argue uh, as important, if not more so, given the issues that it involves particularly your children, uh, school-age children. Uh, We left off uh, last segment talking specifically about uh, the state attempting to mandate a curriculum for comprehensive sex education. Obviously, the uh, LGBTQ issues uh, very much uh, permeating our not only our schools but just our culture in general, uh, how to best approach that. Uh, basically, the the idea is is that if a if a female identifies as a male, despite their basic biology being female, we're supposed to refer to that person as a male, and to do so and to do otherwise is, uh, in some uh, people's minds, should be construed uh, as hate as hate speech. Uh, you know, Tiny, we left off the last segment, or maybe we we're talking about this during the break. Uh, basically, uh, the school districts uh, in uh, the state they look at it as Settled case law, am I understanding that correctly? Yes, because there was an Anoka Hennepin case that got a wide media attention, and um, a student student who was identifying as the other gender was denied access to the bathrooms and locker rooms, was was the argument. Um, I I don't recall every single specific, but typically um, most school districts have worked individually with families and students to accommodate the needs and requests. And um, so whatever reason this had proceeded forward, it was a big legal um, lawsuit and the the school district lost. Um, so from that point on, um, it was determined that based on that outcome, that this is really quite settled. Um, that uh, students identifying um, as a students a boy identifying as a girl, girl identifying as boy, you get to use the bathrooms and locker rooms of your um, identified gender. And so that was a really significant case. And then guidance came out from that that essentially said, this is settled, go do this. Um, The other thing is that the Minnesota State High School League governs sports. And so they also um, have implemented the policy that students can play the sport of their um, self-identified gender. So for most school districts, it's been viewed as um, this is really no longer a debate um, there are school districts that are still passing um, d- d- uh, like gender um, identity uh, policies, and our school district did just that as well. But to me, the policy went beyond simply saying that we want to ensure that we're respectful and inclusive of every single student. Again, race and gender, like we should be inclusive of everybody. Every student sure. should be treated like the unique creature, the unique human. Um, that they were designed and created to be, uh, but now we're splitting this into like these different categories. And so in this case, the policy um, went, it kind of broadly identified gender as not being related to sex, as being um, the self-expression. And so it was so broad and so open that it was really left open a lot of questions like, is this now in any class? Are you going to teach kids that gender is something that's self-identified, that it's fluid, that it's disassociated from your sex. So that raised up a lot of concerns, and we did have a lot of people speak out at our school board meeting, but it passed 4-2. to two. So um, That 4-2 to but, two vote again, yeah. But, but this comes back to how things are framed and um, how these discussions sure. are had. Instead of, you know, we want to ensure every student is valued and every student has a respectful environment um, in the right. classroom, and it gets... It gets um, it gets molded into a you must hate people if you don't agree with this or support this. Yeah, and, and you know, so for, to that end, so um, and I, I don't know if I asked this on here or not. So teachers are are compelled to address a student by their preferred gender in my district, according to the policy that was passed. Yes, you okay. must use their must use a student's preferred pronoun. Because bringing up Loudoun County again, it se- I seem to recall there were a few educators within that particular district that were, I think, taking this to court, saying that this is just flat-out a free speech violation, compelling them to uh, call a st- uh, male student who has male biology a female. Well, the argument is that as an employee of the district, you don't have a freedom of speech. And so um, 
now it's different because the school district is a government enter- entity. Right. Um, but in a, in a private business, you can tell your employees what they need to say and do. And so that's the argument made under this situation is there is no right to a freedom of speech. Tanya, I have a question. What, as a parent, what right do I have to know what my kid is being asking to be called? Right. That's a really interesting question because um, in our district that came up through, because I was on the policy committee, and originally the members that were on the policy committee did not want to have to require the parental consent of a name name change. Um, but our but um, most school districts, their legal, um, their their chief legal officers and attorneys are going to say that's going to be a significant problem, and we're not likely to win that um, if that becomes an issue. And so um, that in our case, it requires parental notification if a student is changing their gender in the system or changing their name. But that may be different school district by school district. So. Uh, John, that seemed to be a surprise to you. This was settled uh, case law, This uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> these particular provisions. I, I very much doubt that it is actually settled case law. Uh, but but this, this is all such, such, such madness. I mean, so if a kid decides he's a, he's a girl one day and the boy the next day, can he just or she just flip back and forth at, at will? Is there any restraint on this at all? Good question, yeah. Um, I think the argument would be that that doesn't happen, um, that it's, 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 yeah, they said the rapes simple. in the bathrooms wouldn't happen either. Right. Right. Um, but I, th- I think, um, it, the bigger problem is why, why is it the role of the education system to teach students about their gender to begin with? Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a lot of confusion. Um, there's a lot of question as far as if my fi- my you know elementary school child comes into the classroom, are you going to ask them, are you a boy or a girl? And that's happened. There are questionnaires that say, oh. like it had they, when the kids are filling their things out, um, are you do you identify as a boy or a girl in elementary school? So a lot of parents were concerned about why are you introducing this to my child? So again, it's the nature of the conversation and f- the framing of the argument is it's not about um, being um, respectful and accommodating to students. It's pushing it out there teaching kids that your gender is fluid. Yeah, I remember reading about a, a boy who uh, came home from elementary school and he was crying because he had gotten the impression that he might suddenly be turned into a girl. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, the things that are presented to these kids at such a young age. Madness. But this That's is why it's so important that we get out and vote, people. Uh, this is a... This Tuesday, AM 1280, The Patriot, Decision 2021, talking school board elections. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. The board voted 17-0 with one abstention to do so. Now, vaccinated or not, everybody can benefit from a stronger immune system. Immunity Armor Gold's nine key ingredients work together as a force multiplier that will help your body build a stronger immune system. If you've learned anything over the past two years, it's that people with stronger immune systems have more favorable outcomes when disease strikes. Taking Immunity Armor Gold helped me sustain my energy and maintain my health while I was tirelessly campaigning. Some users also report better sleep quality, healthier blood levels, improved hair growth, particularly among women over 50. Made right here in the country, Immunity Armor Gold is GMO, gluten, and allergen-free, has no stimulants, artificial sweeteners, or colors. Best part, there are no pills to swallow because we make it in a powdered form that mixes with water. Go to ImmunityArmorGold.com, use promo code Larry10 to get 10% off. ImmunityArmorGold.com, promo code Larry10. AM1280, The Patriot. You have your doctor and your dentist. You even have your trusted mechanic. But who's your plumber? Hey, it's Troy from Champion Plumbing. We'd love to be your trusted plumber. Take your water heater. Problems always happen at the wrong times. Call Champion Plumbing, and we can usually install a new water heater the same day. We have over a 1,000 five-star reviews at championplumbing.net. So the next time you're asked, who's your plumber? Just say Champion Plumbing. Find us online at championplumbing.net. Charlie Kirk believes we are seeing the decline of America. Right now, there are hundreds of people that run your country, run our military, run our government, that are kind of like, what's the big deal if we lose? Who cares if it's humiliating? What's important is whether or not we get paid. What's important is whether or not my child goes to Harvard. I mean, we do that all the time. That's all we've done is lose over the last 30 years. 
and we get promoted while doing it. The Charlie Kirk Podcast, available on SalemPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are heard. Hey, honey, did you know school elections are coming up Tuesday, November 2nd? Huh, I had no idea. Seems with all the news about school boards and what children are being taught today, these elections are pretty important. Do you know who we should vote for, though? Yeah, Mary told me about a website, NehemiahReset.org. They have recommendations for conservative candidates for area school boards. She said she found NehemiahReset.org very helpful. Got it. I'm going to check it out now. NehemiahReset.org. Prepared and paid for by Nehemiah Reset. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Congratulations to AM 1280, the Patriot, for providing two decades of intelligent talk. Welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot. Me, Brad Carlson. Honored to have moderated this discussion on Decision 2021, talking school board elections. My sincere thanks to uh, Tanya Simons, John Hinderocker, and Roger Peterson for joining me in studio today. Again, can't emphasize enough, folks, uh, get out there and vote and find out as much as you can about the uh, candidates that are running for these uh, very important positions uh, within your district. Uh, Roger, I'll start with you. Uh, just any resources that uh, voters can utilize in order to find the uh, candidate that best fits their needs? Well, if they go to our website, nehemiahreset.org, there's a blue banner on top. Click on that. It says candidates, and they can find a list of all the candidates in the state that are running for school board, as well as some recommended candidates here in the metro. And John Hinderacker, I know you had some very valuable uh, online resources that people could utilize as well. Check out IlluminedMN.com. I think I said .org earlier, but it's IlluminedMN.com. A lot of great resources there, information, especially about CRT and other pertinent issues and a chat function which you can join and it's organized school district by school district and it's brand new so you can get in on the ground floor but it's a it's a terrific tool for people within a school district to self-organize and and talk about what's going on and encourage your friends as john said we need to drive traffic and get involved on in that site as well you you need to vote and you need to talk to your neighbors you need to you need to stop the we can't talk about politics or we can't talk about who to vote for because, come on, these are your kids. Like, right. you're at your sports team. What else would you talk about? Their education, right? Like, come on. Like, this, you should be talking about this. You should be talking about who good candidates are with other parents and um, doing your due diligence. So go and check it out right now. Go see who's running and start investigating. They all have Facebook pages. They all have um, web pages. Go check them out. Turnout of these odd-numbered school board elections historically is so low that literally going to the polls and encouraging three, four, five, six of your neighbors to go to the polls can make the difference. Yeah, yep. I mean, these are our children, and I'm so happy to see parents engaged. It's my honor to serve family, to serve parents, and to serve our students. And I'm always thinking, um, you know, these. my accountability is that these students achieve their potential. And that's what it should be about. So get involved. Don't stop being involved after the election. The next election cycle starts immediately after. And be sure that you consider running for school board. We have a lot of great young candidates. And Tanya's young, so, you know, get out there and... And the only perfect candidate that's going to meet all your needs is, well, yourself, right? So <laughs> that's also a very important, too. Well, again, my very uh, sincere thanks to Tanya Simons, John Hinderocker, and Roger Peterson for this discussion. I've uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. And, again, a special thanks to our sponsors for allowing us to put on this very special broadcast. Jared Tom Medical, Nehemiah Reset, and Senator of the American Experiment. Thank you, one and all. Folks, uh, thank you for being here today. I appreciate the uh, time, and uh, have a great rest of your evening. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. AM1280, The Patriot. It is me, Brad Carlson. Uh, This has been a discussion on Decision 2021 School Board Elections. This will be replayed this Sunday on my regular time slot, 1 to 3 p.m., right here on AM1280, The Patriot. Godspeed, friends.
1280 The Patriot. A thousand dollar bonus. Yeah, that's right. A thousand dollar bonus for joining Geritom Medical in Bloomington. Positions include pharmacy processor, medical supply processor, and delivery driver. Geritom Medical provides pharmacy and medical services for long term care and assisted living communities. Benefits include 401k, dental, health, vision, and life insurance, and paid time off. Go to Indeed.com, type in the keyword Geritom Medical. That's G E R I T O M Medical. Start your new Geritom career now and get a thousand dollar bonus. In Minnesota, we work hard and we play hard. Not everyone has the time to follow important debates about health care, taxes, and our kids' education. But people we don't know are making decisions for us every single day. That's where Center of the American Experiment comes in. We research the tough issues facing Minnesota to find common sense solutions and give you a voice. Center of the American Experiment is Minnesota's think tank, and we're working hard to make Minnesota better for you. AM 1280, The Patriot. W- Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.